0: all right everybody welcome to the newest podcast here at btv blackjack and pap i'm blackjack fletcher this guy is obviously uh a hell of a baseball player the all-time saves leader for not one but two major league franchises the red sox and the phillies he's also a lunatic of a human being the one and only jonathan Papelbon. what's up what's up pap it's great to have you here man i'm excited i think that uh you are the perfect person to do this kind of thing with because you've lived a hell of a life, you've got incredible experiences, and you're not shy about talking about any of it, good, bad, I or mean, up. You know, Here's the thing,
1: man, I've lived a hell of a life, I have a hot wife, I've got three healthy kids, I've got the biggest house on the biggest hill on the big side of town, and I'm doing a podcast with you now, baby. Is your house bigger than Brett Favre's?
0: Oh, yeah, by about 10,000 square feet. Woo! <laughs> Brett needs to get some of that TV money or something. <laughs> um, all right, so listen, we're going to dive into a lot of stuff here. We're going to talk a little bit of gambling. We're t- going to talk, you know, bigger topics in baseball, and we're certainly going to talk about your career and your opinions. But, you know, Pap, one thing that I want to I start out here talking about is I saw an article the other day on ESPN talking about uh, – pitchers and how the starting pitcher is kind of becoming like a dinosaur because the innings limits you know are out there pitch counts are falling by the year they're down 10 pitches from a year ago I want to get your take on this like is this a good thing for baseball is this a thing where guys today are just soft I mean compared to to
1: before Okay, well, I, look, here's my take on it, Blackjack, man. Look, I think the players are getting soft. I think you have made a great, great, great point. But the players have been groomed to become soft. Um, they've been groomed this way where, oh, let's keep you healthy. Let's not make you throw any pitches. And that's the way Major League Baseball has been transcended. Um Now, Is it better for baseball? I don't know. I'm kind of leaning more towards the, hey, if they all want to be soft, let's get a bunch of bullpen guys in here, a bunch of badasses, and let's throw 100 miles an hour every inning. That's what it feels like. Uh, Hey, but would that not be good for Major League Baseball or would it? A lot of this is going to have to depend on Major League Baseball and what they want, but they need to start realizing that, hey, this is the way the game is going, and I don't know. I kind of like it, man, because it's a bullpen game, and that's what I've always done my whole career. Yeah. And
0: um, Okay, well, that, that's, a, that's, that's a point that I want to touch on. So you were a bullpen guy, obviously, an elite-level bullpen pitcher. How would you respond if one of your managers came to you and was like, hey, Pap, I need you to open this game instead of close it?
1: If it was 10 minutes before the game, I'd say, the fuck, I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, but, let's, say, let's say Terry Francona came to you the night before the game and said, we need you to open this. I need you to go out there and throw two or three innings for me tomorrow in the first. I, I would do it in a heartbeat. I mean, there's no question
1: about it, but am I going to get to continue to go back to my old job of closing, okay? I mean, if we needed a man, I'm going to so, say, hey, i will do anything for the team, man. i will break my back for the team, Right. Um, but then again, you know, managers don't really necessarily know everything. They're, they're more trying to get the team like a win that day. They're not worried about, you know, uh, can he do it or can he not do it? You know, he's got to believe in the team and go with it.
0: Yeah. So I, you know, I, and it's, it's so strange to me because we got guys out here like Scherzer who just got a big deal from the Mets. DeGrom's going to be a free agent. Do you think it's smart to pay guys like that, like $40 million a year or just go out and get a couple of rocket arms that you can just go one after another, after another? You
1: know what I would do if I was an owner, which, um, you know, I started this new company. So 10 years down the road, I might be able to be an owner, which would be, Awesome. That would be that would be a wild scene. Okay, this is what I would do. Uh, every year, I would I would get my players in, and if we could, I'd put a pile of cash inside the middle of the clubhouse, and I would say, "All right, you're starting today. Game today. If you get ten punch outs, you get five hundred thousand a punch out. Right? Just go grab it. Just go grab it." Yeah, no. But my point being is, is I would sign one or two year deals. I mean, I was a big advocate of talking to my agents when I was playing of doing a one year deal every year. So you can capitalize the most you can. And you know what? Keep your ass healthy, do what you can do best and go get the most money you can get each year. That I, I wanted to do that. Now, uh i was approached with a great great contract that broke major league baseball contract records for a closer so i took it um so you know i mean at the end of the day i do like a short uh, man these albert Pujols deals the the bruce harper or bryce harper deal is not going to pan out <laughs> they, you never know, of, they never
0: they work they never work out and yet teams just keep doing it. I don't know, Major League Baseball. It's an interesting world, man. Uh, and that's why I think this is going to be so much fun because you've got insight into this stuff that, that I, I love this kind of shit. I think the people listening to this are going to love it. Which brings me to our next topic because the, the Yankees and Red Sox have a big series this weekend coming up. The Red Sox have kind of pulled themselves together here in the month of June and are playing really good baseball. Um, they're still not in the Yankees category, but they're, they're playing really well. I, I want to know a few things about this because you were in the middle of some real contentious Yankees Red Sox series. I, I want to know what, when I say Yankees Red Sox, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Hatred. So you, yeah, you, you, you the, evil hated
1: empire. yeah the evil empire versus the nation. And um, you get groomed to it as a minor leaguer. And when you come up, next thing you know, Veritech and A-Rod are throwing blows each other in the headlock at home plate, and you just run with it, you know? Now, that's changed a little bit, right? But damn it, do I wish it was still that way. Um, <laughs> you know, you get to the point where you're like, you know, in between these lines, you learn to hate these people. Yeah. And which I was good with, and, and that's the approach I took. Now, did I hate them off the field? No but man it, it it is a rivalry like none other in any major sport and if you're not uh groomed for it you're just gonna get your ass kicked man and i mean like old yankee stadium was 10 times worse than new yankee
0: stadium i yeah. mean uh, not even close this this place is a corporate mall i mean it's it's you know I don't know, it's, it's weird. But you you started out pitching in the old Yankee Stadium for the Red Sox, and uh, I, I hear you got a little story about your first time in the Bronx.
1: Yeah, well, well yeah, my, my very first time, uh, little did I know, is a visitor's bullpen and the outfield bleachers, the bleacher creatures, they make you kind of walk through the middle of them, and then you can get to your bullpen. Well, you know me, man. I love to interact with the fans. Yeah. I mean, you know, Walker. they, well, they, in wrestling, they interact with the fans. And I said, <laughs> you know, what baseball? You, you
0: are know? kind of a pro wrestling character. I probably could do wrestling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you could.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I think um, my first time there, the guy, they had guys, you know, they were jawing at me, and I was, you know, looking at them and, and then, you know, of course I jump back, you know, I, I, I tell, I tell them all about their mom, you know, tell them all about the baby daddies and all of it. you know, I get back. Them, right. And so, um, for me, I just, you know, started jawing back, you know, and they're like, you rookie, you don't even know where you're at. You're in New York, you're in the Bronx, baby. And I'm like, shut up, dude. You know, and so, um, lo and behold, I'm sitting there in the bullpen and, you know, this guy keeps jawing at me and I turn around and he's taking the, this is before uh, camera phones. Yeah. My, he's taking the batteries out of his actual like 10 millimeter camera and he starts chunking them at me and they're whizzing by my feet. You know, one of them I think grants off my uh, ankle and they're like, what the hell is going on here? And I had like Mike Timlin, who's like a 15 year vet in the bullpen uh, with me. And he's like, Jesus Christ, but by the first day you get here, they're throwing shit at you. And I'm like, yeah, ain't it great? Don't you love it? And he's <laughs> like, oh, uh, who the hell is this guy? You know? And so I picked the batteries up. I start hurling them back at it. And they're like, no, you're gonna do that. They're gonna sue your ass. They're gonna do this and that. And so that was kind of my introduction to uh, old Daniel You're space. lucky there were, no, there were no goddamn iPhones back then to take video of you uh, throwing batteries. Man, I'll tell you one thing. There's a lot of reasons why there were no camera phones back in the day. That saved my
0: ass. <laughs> not only that, there's many of things. I, I, I can only imagine, and we'll get into a lot of them during the course of, of these shows. But the idea of you standing there as a rookie throwing batteries at Bleacher Creatures in the Bronx. It just fits. It fits with you. It was great. I loved it.
1: And you know what? I think when it was all said and done, I ended up having a pretty good
0: relationship with the Bleacher Creatures in the Bronx. I do believe that. I Because you're the kind of personality that New Yorkers like. You know, you're out there. You're fine taking it and giving it right back. Like, You you play in New York. Yeah. It's the guys who are soft, and that's I want to get to that, too, because, you know, you talk about you hated the Yankees, and I'm sure the feeling went went both ways. But there had to be some guys that were kind of pussies, no?
1: Oh, man, there's pussies all across the board in Major League Baseball. But the ones that I gravitated to were the ones that, like, man, that son of a bitch, Jeter, he got me, man. He got me last night, but I like his style. I like how he fought back against me or – you know, like the Gary Sheffield's. You know, like I used to love pitching against those guys. Or, you know, even like a Posada uh, or a Giambi. You know, um, you know the A Rods of the world. I was like, you know, fuck this pussy. Let me just like I think he hit a home run off of me. But you know, most of the time I was throwing high and tight to him, and like you know, didn't care for him. Um,
0: but that that's just that's across the board in baseball. I'm glad that A-Rod was the guy because I I didn't want to put words in your mouth. But if A-Rod wasn't that guy, I was going to be disappointed. A-Rod was that guy for a lot of people. It it feels like it, right? Why? I mean, you obviously know the guy. I mean, why? Why is that? Because he's
1: talented. Because he was a badass. And everybody wanted to be like him. And when you got a chance to face him, you wanted to drum his neck. Because guess what? Hey, man, he, he was cocky. I loved it. He was cocky. He'd let you know too. So it was almost like you know, a tit for tat thing, and, and you always wanted to beat him. But is something like, weird even... about
0: his personality? Like, there's something that's a little different about him that I feel like makes people uncomfortable. I don't know. Maybe it's him you know, with what it is, um, you what it a is. rock. Maybe it's kissing himself in a mirror. I don't know. Yeah, man, it's, it's shit like that.
1: It's the metrosexual shit like that, where you know he's the pretty boy, you know, with all the money and, and, and look, man, it's a lot of his jealousy. And, and like, for me, it was, man, I just want to get this guy. He can go be all that. I don't, I'm not going to be jealous of his money or the way he is, you know, yeah. but I want to get him on the field and it was so hard to do. And, and, and it's a, almost a modern day version of Bryce, you know, um, I think that when you get to a very successful level and people want a piece of you all the time and they, man, people wanted to kick my ass too, but trust me. But at the end of the day, that mutual respect was always on the field. And I, I think that, you know, it's the same way with Bryce, man, like, People want to kick his ass too, just because, you know, he, he plays with attitude. He plays kind of like an Alex Rodriguez. They have very
0: similarities and, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, who was it that, uh, that wanted to drill him when he first came up? Was it uh, Cole Hamels? Yes. Who, like said it publicly.
1: Yes. Cole Hamels. Uh, actually I was on the team with Cole when that went out, we had jerseys and all kinds. And, um, Nobody likes his style of play. You know, you know, nobody likes a guy, a false hustle guy, when you're running to second base on a double and you kick your helmet off so that your hair, your good hair <laughs> flow can go. You know, like, baseball players see that shit. You know, we we see through the bullshit. Maybe he's just trying to. He's just trying to make it fun, Pat. He's just trying to. Have he a still did fun. Get a head and shoulders commercial. I don't think did he?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. He's—I think he's got a subway ad or something. He's got a broken thumb now, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Somebody Rod, I just never liked. I—I'm I, glad you mentioned it because the guy just doesn't sit right. He's kissing himself on goddamn mirror. I don't. Know. It's fucking weird. Yeah,
1: that—that's—that's—that's. That's, that's, uh, there's been a lot of um, questions put out there about the guy, but hey, look, I. Neither here nor there. I don't give a shit what he does in his personal life. I know one thing. I want to kick his ass on the field more than anybody.
0: <laughs> was there during that that rivalry with the Yankees that you guys had, was there anyone on the other side that I mean you you seriously like disliked on a personal level?
1: Um, I wouldn't say on a personal level. I would say I definitely uh didn't like Alex, but nobody liked him after he got into it with Veritech because Veritech was our captain yeah yeah man if you didn't stand up for the captain your ass wasn't on the team very long that's just a fact yeah but everybody agreed with captain on it you know um and I think that you know for us, there was a few uh, kind of some dirty things that happened with Giambi and slides and shit like that. So we really wanted to pay back. You know, back then, payback was a thing. Yeah. Like, you slid hard into second. The next time, like, I'm going – the second baseman's going in with a knee to the throat or you're getting drilled at the plate. And that's how the game was played. You can do that but, shit anymore. Or, well, I don't know or not, but they don't do it.
0: it. Oh, no, yeah, you get fined for it and shit now. It's like, what? Yeah, for a sport that prides itself on kind of self-policing, they seem to be trying to take that element out of it.
1: Yes, they definitely are because they want to keep their, their, their players healthy because they believe that the uh, players that are getting played are the ones that are making all the money for Major League Baseball, which is true to a certain extent, but – there's still code within the code, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, there is. All right, Pap, let's talk about some uh, some bets this weekend because we got – obviously, that is the, the highlight, the matchup, the Yankees and the Red Sox. You know, they've got uh, some some really good good games that are going to be had this weekend. But looking around the league, what do you like this weekend? Give the people some winners, Pap. Give them a chance to get a taste of what it's like to be you and put some extra money in their pocket. Okay, here it is, baby. All right,
1: I'll, right out the gate, I'm going Red Sox and Yankees, okay? Those are the two teams I know the best, and uh, Blackjack, I know you're going to be keeping score, oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, maybe in the future we could get a few of my buddies, maybe some guests on here we can get their picks and shit too. So, uh, basically, we're going to start off with me, and I'm going Red Sox-Yankees. Um, game one, Red Sox-Yankees. We got our buddy Garrett Cole pitching. Garrett Cole, I don't think, I think he's got a 70 RA in uh, Fenway Park. The Red Sox. Which, which pretty much tells me Garrett Cole caves in and becomes a pussy in Fenway Park. So I got Yankees at minus 170 right now. Is that correct?
0: You are correct. Yeah, I'm looking and, at it.
1: And um, I got Red Sox at plus 155-ish or so. I know that'll change. That's but it. I'm going to take the free money, and I'm going Red Sox tonight, okay, against Garrett Cole. I like that. A lot of people might not like that. Um, oh, well, get over it. Um, Garrett Cole can't pitch in Fenway Park, and he hasn't proven anything yet. So, um I'm going with that. Now, here's my, my next uh, pick right here for the Red Sox-Yankees. Let me get to them. We got Waka and Cortez, okay? Now, um, Waka, many people might not know this. He's going through a little dead arm right now, right? A Waka's got dead arm, right? He's got erectile dysfunction of the arm. Okay. All right. What's the the
0: pitching equivalent of Viagra then?
1: They don't they don't have that drug out yet. So he's screwed. Okay. Um, I got they haven't had okay. Walker's going up against nasty cortez. Yeah. Okay. The 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 stash is and dude, bro, he's pitching his ass off this year. He is. So I'm going with the Red Sox in game one. I'm going with the Yankees in game two. And then in game three, we have, hold on, let me pull it up here, big dog. We got a night game on Fox. And we got Montgomery versus an undecided, right? That's going to be a bullpen game. So, basically, that means the Red Sox are going to concede this game. They don't even know who the fuck is pitching. So, I'm going Yankees game three. Then in game four, Red Sox are going to turn it around with a guy named Pavetta. Pavetta has been pitching his ass off lately. Um, He is basically the reason why the Red Sox have been able to kind of just – Hold on to the rope. Yeah. Stay in the wild card chase possibility. Let's wait till Sale and Evaldi, the one and two, come back. And, man, I give Pavetta mad props, Blackjack. This dude has stepped up in a big – and they wouldn't be where they're at right now without him.
0: Brother, well, you're not wrong. And and the idea that Nick Pavetta was going to be this good for them it was not at the top of my, my thoughts coming into the season.
1: Yeah. So, he's balled out. He, you know – He's taking the bull by the horns and and, and said, you know, hey, I'll hold this shit together till y'all get back, man. And, and like, he's done a great job. So, for me, I've got a split in the series. Um, I've got the Red Sox winning the two outside games, game one and game four in the end. The Yankees winning the middle games, which means the Red Sox don't gain any games on the Yankees. They split. I see him kind of treading water right now to the All Star break, and we'll see what happens after that. But that's my picks this weekend, and I uh, expect to be 4 0, Jack. I like, I I like to where be you're at.
0: I like the confidence. I like the whole thing, all right? And I do like where you're going with Garrett Cole. Um, I, I want to ask you about that because you mentioned that he's terrible in Fenway Park, and he absolutely is. What Did you have a place like that? was like that for you? when you were pitching no I, no I, I what is it that, what is it about that makes him kind of fall apart like what is it i i don't know but i i never had a jersey or a park like that like jack
1: I kicked ass everywhere i went man i, I wouldn't scare <laughs> no damn jersey or, or or what and and we'll get this into our later segment uh-huh. with what the fuck right yep okay but anyway um I never had that situation. Now, I know it does exist, it, you know, it, it, it does exist. Like some lineups just got it, they got them, yeah, and you're done, and you can't really do it. Now, I had players. I had like a, a Frank Catalonato. Uh, he was a Rangers for a, a yeah. Blue Jay. Like he hit like 800 off of me, and I could never really figure out why. Yeah. Um, but as far as like teams, no, I didn't have a
0: team that really got so what is it that does that to him? Like, is it the fans? Is it the, I mean, like, is it the pressure of like a Red Sox game? Like, what is it that gets him? You know, Garrett Cole's a pretty good pitcher, but he does seem to sometimes fall apart. Like, what what is that about? Is it a mental? Well, you no, I don't know. I
1: don't know what it's about uh, for somebody like him who is so uh, what I like to call anal. Or like OCD about the times and the way the dirt is on the mound and all this other bullshit. It could be he don't like the mound at Fenway Park. Yeah, it could be like the it, it, the view of it might not like he might not like the view of how the stands wrap around the bat. Like there's so many different things. To me, it might be something as stupid as that, or either it's either one of those things or he just caves in when it comes to Fenway Park. That's it? Fenway can be
0: tough on the Yankees, no?
1: It can. It can be tough on a lot of players, and I've actually, I've witnessed Fenway Park, and I've witnessed Yankee Stadium, I've witnessed Wrigley Field. So I've witnessed these things happening where a player comes in and and just demolishes the dude. Like I don't even get it, and 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 I'm just sitting there singing myself like how the like this guy's a major leaguer like what in the fuck? How does this happen? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't get it.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let me give you what I got for this weekend. Uh, tonight I, I love the over in the Rockies diamondbacks game. You got Austin Gomber and Dallas Keichel going. They've got a combined ERA of 17. Uh, I think we can get over nine and a half in this one. <laughs> I mean, okay, dear, I like they're two of the worst pitchers in baseball. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with that. Tomorrow night, I am going to take the Blue Jays over the Mariners. The Mariners have been in a tailspin lately, um, not playing very good baseball. The Blue Jays did just snap their season-long losing streak of five games. Stripling will be on the mound. I like him there as well, Um, and then finally on Saturday, I am going to go back to that very same matchup, and I'm going to take current Blue Jay Alec Manoa over former Blue Jay Robbie Ray in Seattle to get the job done there. Manoa has been pitching incredibly well for Toronto. I mean, I love Manoa. I love, Hey, I love
1: Manoa. You know, I like Manoa because he's one of those kind where it's like, just give me the rock. Like don't even talk about bullpen. He's against all this bullshit talk of starters. I like that kid.
0: Yeah. He's been pitching really well for them. Um, I think he's been their best arm. I mean, Gossman's been pretty good, but I think Manoa's been been even better. Uh, so I'm going to take the Blue Jays there. So that's what okay. I'm going to with. Um, okay. All right.
1: So um, you got three picks. I got four picks. Put them on the scoreboard. Let's get oh, them ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're, keep we're going tracking. by
0: percentages,
1: correct? We're going oh, by yeah. win percentages.
0: Yeah. 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 You know, standard standard score tracking here. Percentage. Okay. Um, all right. So that's what we've got in terms of our best bets for the weekend. Pap, uh, obviously this is our first episode here, so we're going to let people know we're going to close each week with uh, a segment that's sure to become a favorite of yours and everyone listening, Um, and it's called What the Fuck. So with that having been said, take it away. Well, my what the fuck, uh,
1: it kind of picks up where we left off with Garrett Cole. Man, Garrett Cole, what the fuck, Dude like are you really that anal and do all these stupid little bullshit times and all that really matter to you at the end of the day you're going out there trying to repeat a delivery and strike motherfuckers out that's all you need to worry about bro that's it and the and the second thing is what the fuck, dude? Your ERA is seven in Fenway Park and they paid you $200 million to go win at Fenway Park. They did. What the fuck? Get your ass together tonight, show me something. I'm betting against you tonight until you can show me you can win at Fenway Park because they paid you $200 million and you ain't shown shit yet. That's my what the fuck.
0: That's a good one, man. That's a good one. And we'll see how it goes tonight for Cole and the Yankees up there in Boston. Everyone, thanks for listening to Blackjack and Pap. We're going to be back every week for you with one of these. Uh, If you haven't followed this guy on Twitter, go do it. He's at TheRealJPap58 on Twitter. Um, And we want to let you know, we want to hear from you, too, with your questions, your comments. If you want to ask Papelbon what the fuck about something, do it. The email address to contact him is going to be papelbaum.com. At betterthan.vegas. So Papelbon at bettertha dot vegas. Pap, this was fun. Man. It, I'm gonna do it again. I enjoyed
1: it, man. Let's keep this thing rolling, man. We're gonna have some fun.
0: Hey, man. Let's have a blast. All right, everyone. We're out. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode.